Welcome to Girl Listen, the podcast, bringing you fresh new episodes each week with different guests sharing their unique experiences. Expect to learn, expect to laugh, and expect to keep coming back for more. Pour yourself a glass and join us for some girl chat. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Girl Listen, the podcast with your hostess with the mostess, Ange Mumoreze. Joining me in today's episode is a social worker, mother to a beautiful baby boy, community leader, devoted wife, and sister to many, and one of my dearest friends, Radia Ali. Welcome, girl. Hello, hello, hello. Kia ora. How are we? Good, thank you. How's life in the capital? Life in the capital is actually really good. I love being in Wellington. It's a good vibe. I feel like summer in Wellington, is it's a good life. So... Thank you for joining. We haven't had like much of, we're not phone call people, so I'm glad we're actually catching up because we text a lot, but we are terrible at phone call catch-ups. Yes, I think this is the, yeah. This is annual catch-up. Literally. (laughs) We're texters. We're those people that like, you'll see the phone ring and be like, I'm going to wait till this hangs up and text and be like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guilty. Yes. Yeah. That is our relationship in a nutshell. Oh, man. So I think for the listeners, let's explain how we know each other. Um, I did a bit of a Facebook search to see because I was like, how long has it been? How long would you guess if you don't know already? Uh, Six years. Seven. I thought it was ten. You're guessing six. Yeah, because I'm just taking it back to the leadership. Yeah, those were good days. Those were good times. Um, Those were good times. Those were really good times. I think. Yeah, our personalities just clicked. Whenever we'd go to cafes, we'd literally be there till they're like trying to shut off the lights and they're trying yeah. to sweep around us and yeah. we're still chatting. So it's yeah. going to be interesting trying to keep this short because, you know, we love to talk. That is so true. Yeah. So with that, like when I met you, um, you prob- I'm sure you, it won't be a surprise to you, but you're my first, very first Muslim friend. No way. Yes. And it's actually like, it's important to me that I met you because I feel like one, I was pretty young and I feel like the media will tell you what people are like. And it's not until you actually meet someone and you're like, this is actually what they're like. Do you know what I mean? Colonizes mm-hmm. your thinking. Very much. And in my head, I'd kind of been giving the message um, without realizing it that like, oh, Muslim women are kind of reserved. They're, you know, spoken for, they're shy. And I meet you and you're like the most outspoken, confident person in our leadership program. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. just like, I like her. I like her. She's a vibe. Yeah. It's funny you say that a lot of people that meet me actually have that ideology or, mm-hmm. you know, point fingers and say, oh, I thought you would be oppressed. And I'm like, oppressed? <laughs> I like to define myself as a walking stereotype breaker. Yeah, no, it, I experienced that firsthand. Like, it sounds ridiculous because I was, what, 21 and you're my first Muslim friend when, you know, that, that's ridiculous. So I feel like that experience actually taught me, like, get to know people who are different to you, that believe in things different to you, that live different ways because you'll find that you can connect with people. Don't always just find the same you that's and other right. people. Like, yeah, so you know? Once we got to know each other, we knew that, we were sisters in faith. Yeah. yeah. We did have different religions, but we were so similar. Yes. Um, you know, both our religions taught us to value one another as yes. sisters. 
and you know you, you read in the literature and you start to identify like okay yeah these people have similar experiences not only in religion or being women of color being yes young, so many like similar things yeah we we had experienced so many discrimination that when we were in those cafes we'd discuss hey man i'm going through this at university yes. and like, oh my god i'm not the only one definitely and i think that that's why it's so important like our friendship really taught me like you should befriend anyone as long as you guys have the same values you guys are a vibe don't yeah. like judge a book by its cover or like judge yeah. it by someone else's review someone telling you this is what that group of people like because that's what people do to, to black girls and all sorts of groups they'll be like black girls allowed or all they do is twerk and stuff and it's like just get to know them yourself and come to learn who they really are instead of what people tell you they are that's right. And you can't actually just say, you know, categorize a whole exactly by one experience that you've had or few experiences that you've had. And each one of us is an individual who come with certain expertise and differences. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So a lot of what I think we'll talk about, a lot of it's about kids now. I feel like so much of our life is now about our babies. Honestly, my my drive my sense of being you start to realize that you're just like my whole purpose has changed and my mm -hmm. goals have changed to create a better life for Hammond. yeah that's it a better life for him what we do now impacts him that's right you look at our own parents they yeah. changed their life drastically uprooted from where they knew yes. to come to new zealand for instance just to give us a better life. I could not perform that without having Hamid. Yeah, it's and true. The more, the more I'm growing, the more I'm realizing, wow, these people are strong. That, that's and so true. The older you get, you realize what they went through. Yep. Yep. And it's amazing because, you know, you have the confidence to just sit there and ask them all these questions of, when you came, you had no language, but how did you do it? Yeah. And it's so inspiring, you know, and I'm like, if they can do this and raise us, you know, like mm -hmm. I look at my family and I look at the likes of you and I'm like, no, we, we've got this. The future yeah. is bright. I love that. No, that's so true. They, mm. they did an incredible job. We have big shoes um, to fill. Um, so how, how's your first year of motherhood been? How's, how's it going? So, Eight months in, but yes, a year almost, um, or a year actually with pregnancy and everything. If we count that, it's been like it's just a journey of learning and experiencing and adapting. It's a roller coaster of emotions and trying to identify emotions and why they come up. I think no words can do justice by what the first year has been for me mm -hmm. to be honest. I can't pinpoint and say this has been great. I mean, there are so many, 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 many moments where I'm just like, God is great. Yes. And come through. Yeah. Wow, you're just sitting here and calling me mom. You know, like, yeah, just so many amazing. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much. And, you know, I look at Zach and I'm like, man, I cannot have chosen a perfect match yeah He's perfect he is yeah. the best dad he is 
the most amazing husband. Our communications have gotten so good. Yeah. Um, you know, prior to getting married, I was asking these strong women who were married. I'm like, my life is good. Yeah. You know, I travel internationally. I'm making my money. Yeah. I'm happy. I've got good friends around me. Why? Why do I need to do this? Although, you know, like I like Zach, but my commitment mm-hmm. phobia had me asking, why? You did what have did strong you? commitment phobia, girl. That was a whole series in itself. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is he going to bring that I don't have? And yeah. like, I now see it. It's, my life was good, but my life is better with him in it. So now that you're nearly at a year of being a mom, um, what advice do you have for first-time moms? Like whether it's one thing or a couple of things, like what in hindsight, what advice do you have? I think in hindsight, one thing is be prepared that plans won't go as planned. And that's yes. okay. Just have, have peace in knowing that maybe it won't go as planned and that is okay. Um, I feel like I feel like I've learned and I had to learn to allow Zach to do what he has to do and not feel guilty about it because I'm yeah. staying at home and taking that on board. Um, I had a big, you know, like in the beginning of him going to work and coming back, making dinners, I used to feel just all sorts of emotions because he's making dinner and not me and that I've just spent the whole day, you know, and I used to call mm-hmm. it babysitting. And until one day we had a sit down and he said, it's not babysitting. It's actually raising a child. And that's a full-time job. And I was like, yeah. It really is. You're right. Yeah. And just having that ability, and uh, you know, like just saying, yeah, cool. And being open to communicate, communicate, yes. communicate, communicate. Those steps are so good when you can just get out the like those elephants in the room where you feel a sort of way and then, you know, you don't even realize that they see something different and you get perspective and you're actually freed from guilt. Yep. And I, girl, those first six weeks. Yeah. Hormones at, I don't know where they're at, but they My are friend, My friend, I used to literally be like... <laughs> Babe, um, are you free? Because I'm going to cry now. Like, yeah. I literally just have these crying sessions yeah. where I'm like, are you free for a cry or should I do it alone? Or <laughs> Literally. Literally. I think, you know, I spent my first 40 days at home with my mom. Culturally, we go and spend the 40 days, as you know, with with the parents, especially for the first one. So yes. I went at 36 weeks, relocated my whole life back to Hamilton to give birth to yeah. Hamilton. Gave birth to Hamid. And I think I had these moments where I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. I remember, I remember the world is ending. Yep, literally. Yeah. I'm like, and I had C-section. So I'm like, is this my life? Is this it? I'm going to be on assisted living now. I remember at week three or week four where I'm like, I can help in the kitchen today. Yes. And it was cutting apples. And I was like, wow, I'm coming back. You're like, look at God. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And I, <laughs> I remember that and I'm like, yeah. But that is the definition of baby steps. I love that. You're like, I'm coming back. I can Um, cut my own apple. Yeah. And it's okay to experience experience it. Like feel your feelings, cry if you have to. Yes. And now people around you to help you. And I think for me, being vulnerable to a lot of people is quite hard for me. 
Yeah, we have a similar personality where it's like I don't want to show you that that weak side of me. Yep. 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 Boy, that was gone out of the window. I think Anita <laughs> has seen me cry so many times, and I'm like, I just can't. Un- I don't understand it myself, but I'm gonna cry. Zach would come and I'm like, I'm crying. Yeah. My mom is like, do you want to go back to Palmerston North? Is it us? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's I not. And I'm so like, just that, I'm right. Did someone warn you that that would happen or were you surprised about all the tears after giving birth? No, nobody warned me, girl. No, oh. I wish someone had Wait, said. Wait, I feel like maybe I had, but I kind of meant more like a professional or something because, you know, your friends can say something. But, like, did the midwives tell you as you left? No, nothing. Like at the hospital, they came, they spoke to me. And when Mm. we went out of the hospital, when we were at the birthing center, like I was still chirpy as. I was just like, I don't know, in that honeymoon phase of, oh my God, I can't believe I've just birthed my child. Yes. It's actually like tears of joy, fear, pain. It's just tears. It's, It's the most overwhelming thing. You've brought life into the world. Like, is this life safe? Am I doing well? Am I going to heal? You're going through too much and your body yep. responds and just crying. Yep. Literally. Literally. I can't define it any better than that. Yeah. It's, it was just yeah. like, okay. Uh, it's crazy because they told me just before I took Hezekiah out of the hospital, they're like, look, you're going to cry for a few weeks. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay. But yeah. then I'm like, but wait, I've watched so many movies with babies, birth, new mums. They never yeah. show us this. So why have they hidden this from me as a woman my whole life? And I'm finding out just before I head into it. To be honest, I think I was biased to the point that like, I'm like, that won't happen to me. I think I've read it. Yeah. And people, like I'm telling you, when prior, they, will, they said your emotions are going to, and I'm like, no, it's just so beautiful. I'm You're like, she'll be right. That. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, no, I'm, I haven't felt it till now. And this was day five. I'm not right. going to feel it. And I think, yeah, as soon as I hit home and it was seven seven days and people kept coming and stuff, which I loved. And I loved sharing and showing Hamid and Hamid being part of that bigger village. That's kind of one of the things I wanted to go into as well that like, you got to experience both having Hamid to yourself when you'd go back. So like, okay, so just for the listeners, so you grew up in, you know, Hamilton and then you moved away once you're about to give birth. So you went away from your support system. Yes. So you've had the, you've had both the best of both worlds in that, you know, you go back and you've got your support system close by, but you also kind of can be just with you and your husband raising your child, just you two. Yes. Which what's that really like? So what's the contrast like? What are the pros and cons do you think of each? Well, there's so much. Like, for instance, yeah. you know, when we go to Yaya's house, which is my mom's house, um, for instance, last week we were there for the whole week. Hamid just, you can see how much he loves them. And Hamid is so special to them. And it's that's just, it makes my heart full knowing yeah. that I've got that and I do not take it for granted ever. Um, yes. And not, being in Wellington, I think that's what he misses. Um, but the advantage of it is us being alone here. It has enabled us to learn how to raise him in our style. If yeah. Happens, with 100%. No, yeah. With no, and no disrespect to how my parents raised me. Yeah, they but you're his him. parents. Those That's were your right. parents and you're his parents. Yep. And they see some 
practices that Zach and I have. Yeah. Um, and, and in this initial stage, they go, oh, I wouldn't do it that way. I don't know why you're doing this. Oh, yeah. no. they, I, they can learn from you as a parent yeah. too. your own parents. Can you imagine? That's right. And then it's just the beauty, you know, like all like methods of discipline. We were talking about it. And I said, yes, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't, con- I'm not going to have fair based method of discipline. And they said, why? And I, educated them and this was a while ago i think after i finished uni yes being a social worker care and protection social worker i was explaining alternative ways of raising children yes and that and we were just like huh so yeah, did you I'm say fear-based? fear-based fear-based okay so, yeah so picking up the shoe and saying if you don't do this i will yeah, like scaring them into being good yep so i said i don't i don't condone that i'm mm-hmm. not doing that when it comes to my turn, but this is not what I teach. Yeah. And I remember my mom being in a group setting and telling another lady, Hey, there's another way of doing this. This Wow. And I was just like, it was kind of like a proud moment, you know, like, I'm like, wow, knowledge really can be transmitted from one person to the other. And that I think of how, knowledge is produced in Africa, especially in my own tribe. Yeah. Our language was passed on to us orally. Yeah. And I think it's a gift. Like, it creates tradition. That's how it changes, right? 100%. No, definitely. Yeah. I feel like you got the best of both worlds. You got to you got to see Hamid in his element with his family, his grandparents, and then you also right. got to experience just raising him with your husband. And you have to think of of expanding your, like um, in Wellington, yes, we don't have family, but we created family. For instance, yeah, you know, I have gone to my neighbors when I moved in and we've introduced ourselves. They've come, we've had them over for dinner. She's a daycare manager. Yeah. In love with Hamid and Hamid just loves her. And she's, she's always going on about, let me look after him whenever you need you. I'm just, a doorway. Yeah. And I'm, in Ramadan, I was invited for dinner and Zach and I had gone and I went to her and I said, Hey, I've got this. What can I do? And, and she's like, just bring him. Yeah. So I an overnight bag for two hours. And she was like, bless, this is your first time. And I was like, I don't know. I've never left him. And it was my first time. Yeah. Has taken, you know, like she was updating me with photos when I got back, he was happy. And it's just, those little things make like you choose who can become your family or in your your village. They always say it takes a village. And I love that. You're not just saying, Oh, my village lives far. You're creating one. That's right. You read, you have to, you have to be creative. Otherwise you are doing the service to your children. Yeah. My point of view, but other parents have their own way of doing things and that's cool. But yeah. I think me being radia, I can't live without people or surrounding myself with others and assisting others and receiving assistance. Yes, both ways. I think the new parents is if you get support from anybody, accept it, receive it. Yeah, be be like be good at asking for help and taking it as well. When people offer yeah. help, if you're a mom, we always need help, girl. We need help every day. Okay. <laughs> 
So yes. you take that help in whatever form it is, whether it's someone coming to look after him or whatever it is, um, as long as obviously they're trustworthy and all that stuff, we should take yeah. that help. And um, yeah, if we're, if we're someone who's helpful, then we shouldn't be afraid to take help when it's offered to us too. 100%. Yeah. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk about as well is obviously you're raising half Eritrean, half Scottish. Well, how do you, what do you refer to him as again? Uh, African Scotsman. I love it. Um, so what what kind of, how has that been, like raising a half African, half Scottish bubba so far? Um, I know there's a particular experience I'm kind of referring to with the hospital. I don't know if you want to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, that was an unfortunate experience, but I think we've dealt with it, um, which was, yeah, going to the hospital to get a special immunization. <laughs> the receptionist, the inquiry desk receptionist. Mm. I said to her, hey, would you guide me as to where I can go? And I remember vividly her saying, hey, have you got his birth certificate? And I just looked at her and I, in my head, internally, I'm like, no, righty, you're having a good day. Yeah, you're, you're having a good day. She ain't taking this. Yeah. No. And honestly, I was like, no, you're, just, you're overthinking it. Just calm down. And I said, no, I don't have it. But is it, you know, is it? normal practice or standard practice for you to be asking me this. And she was like, oh, and I, was, I asked again. I was like, is it standard practice for you to be asking me whether I have his birth certificate or not? Because I don't carry it around and nobody has ever asked me this. In the yeah, last- and it's not his first immunization, so you know it's not standard. That's right. But I'm like, no, I'm going to give this this fine old woman something <laughs> to put in the doubt. Good choice of words. And she said... She looked at him and and she looked at me and I'm like, here we go. I dare you. I'm in my heart. I'm like, I dare you for you to say it. And she said it. She had the guts to be like, well, we need proof that he's your son. Nah, man. <laughs> my heart sinks every time I think about him. Yeah. I, I I honestly I get angry, girl. <laughs> I was Girl, and you know what's crazy I just as you were saying that I realized you've experienced that even with Zach obviously dating a white man not dating married to a white man you've had the experience where they think oh is she in line with you or like is this lady That's bothering right. you yep I think it was just just after our engagement we went out for ice cream and yeah nah he man two ice creams and I'm standing there just on my phone and she's like is she with you or <laughs> Zach lost the plot? And he's like, of course she's with me. Who else? I'm literally standing with her. I walked in with her. That's right. And it's the yeah, that, that was the me. first. I was just like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to be hard. So with the Hamid side of things, did you ex- did you even think of that? Because I feel like sometimes we'll we'll do something and you don't realize, oh, there's this now. Like, did, did it even cross your mind that that would come up? Never, 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 never. I think that's what actually shocked us more because if you're ready for something, you're like, come at me. But when you're like, oh, you're going to take it there. Oh, you're going to make me prove that my son is my son. Yep. And God was on my side because I held it together. I didn't break her. Um, Today you have crossed the wrong person. Yeah, you're like, you were learned today. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well enough about her she's got enough airtime on our podcast yeah. so i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna move on but i think yeah. one thing i'll say i, I can't compare it to what she went through but we have had this bizarre question from strangers 
being like, is Zakaya mixed race? Hmm. And I'm like, first I just, I was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, my husband, Brooklyn's like, oh, I, I've been asked the same thing. And I'm like, this is a random question. It's the narrative that white is beautiful. Like Not surely enough. two black people didn't make this beautiful boy. Hammond's eye gives it away, unfortunately. Yeah. Other people are very dominant. <laughs> oh, he's so eyes And they're like, oh, where's the eyes from? And I'm like, oh, his dad. Yeah, that's, that's when the, the further questions develop. Oh, where's his dad? Where, where is he from? And you go and delve into the, oh, he's Scottish. Yeah. Oh, he must be so beautiful. You know, like I see it, I sense it. When I'm with Zach, he gets the look of how, what, what were you thinking? I see the looks of yuck. I see the looks of, you know? Wow. Similarly, I see it from black people too. Like, oh, wow. Like yeah. they see me, they know me. And then they drop the comments of, oh man, I can't wait to meet your husband. And then they find out that he's white. And then there's this shift. There's this shift of, oh, was not expecting that. Yes. And in my head, I'm like, I, I actually have just, I don't justify myself to anybody. I'm like, those who know me know that I am very proud to be married to Zach. And yeah, yeah it's just, it's you a don't bizarre an explanation. At the end of the day, yeah. Zach is such an amazing man. And I'm glad you're just like, I'm not going to explain this to you. And if you yeah. think this is weird, that's more about you and says more about you than me. That's right. That is yeah. so true. No, definitely. Definitely. Okay, so I feel like I knew, me and you, we love to chat. We have gotten carried away and I haven't even asked you about what my, you know, main kind of themes and topics are on my page, which is health, weight loss, and, yeah, um, yeah like body image and that sort of thing. So how has that been for you after having a baby and like your kind of journey so far? Where are you at with that? During my pregnancy, I was still exercising. Um, yes, walking, working out, um, doing my bit because it was COVID. Um, I cancelled my gym membership as soon as I found out that I was pregnant um, mm-hmm. because of health complications that I had previously. So I didn't want to overdo it either. So I, yep, light light walks and hikes and just doing my bit at home. After giving birth, instantly you lose that weight. You lose the water, you lose everything. and The baby weight, literally the baby weight. There's no belly the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, by the way, that's not for everyone. I did experience that as well, but some people still look nine months pregnant for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Wow. No, for me, yeah, it just went overnight. And then mm-hmm. I saw myself and because of the C-section, I didn't want to get too fixated on my body or I was actually... I don't know how to explain it, but it wasn't, it was just like, oh, I don't want to look there just yet. And it took me, oh, I think, like literally look at it like mirror yeah. type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Literally like I, and I remember getting changed, looking at myself and I was just like, oh, like it was just this heartbreak kind of, or yeah. being shy to look at myself. Wow. I'm like, this is not me. This is not my body that I know. And I think it took good three, four months of just like positive affirmation of, no, you're not going to be the same as who you were because you actually grew 
a whole as being inside of you. This was Hamid's home for nine months. Your body's not going to come back just instantly. These Instagram models have some special powers that you don't, and that's okay. You know, like just actually being real to myself and then I having them tell me, I love your body. I love this new body. Let's embrace it. And I was just like, Mumbod. Yeah. Hashtag Mumbod. Yes. And I love it. I love it. I love now I look, you know, like I walk around and I look at myself and I'm like, good, just strong. I love that. You know, like, and, and, and that's it. Like I think yeah, last night I was with Ruth and I said to her, I love my body and I really do. Like I love what it has done. I love the transformation that it has gone through. And I think I love the fact that I have the mind that I have to be able to express that. Right, I can't tell you enough how much I love to hear that. Like I know we're using the word love a million times, but yeah. the way women have been conditioned to not love their bodies you have be, being able to say that and believe it. Not yes. many women can. Yep. And that's, yeah. Do you know, and it's not about, oh, wait until you have abs, wait until your body goals, wait until you're, 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 you've hit this, this weight, this, that. Love your body as it is now. And I love that you love it, not just because of what it looks like, what it did, what it's capable of. Yeah. And what it's going to do, you know, like a journey as mamas, I don't think is going to stop at one. No. Well, I mean, and, girl, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm, I look into, I Google singleton families and what it's like to raise one child. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, could I really do it again? But I will. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I get those days where, and then there's days like today where I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Because, um, you know, I, I know yeah. there's more to come, but it's like what's involved is another story. Wanting it and the work involved are two yeah. different things. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Mm. And I think timing is with God and we have to yes. trust the process. It's in his hands how many we have anyway. Yep. Yep. It's distant. I believe in that. No, I love that. And you're currently working out with our girl, Ruth, yes, a.k.a. Extra number two. Oh, my gosh. She's introduced me to Les Mills. And, girl, their classes are out of this world. They just are tailored for me. I love classes. I love being around people. I love following instructions and they just speak to me. And I see progress every single day when I go. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm fire. Like yeah. enjoying your workout and then actually seeing progress. That's what it's all about. It really is. It really is. Because then you're going to keep going back for more, you know? And I think for me personally, I had to change my journey for working out. Um it used to be so fixated. I used to be so fixated on diet or, you know, cutting out carbs and eating a certain kind of food. And that changed for me. After Hamid, that changed. I'm like, no, I'm not depriving myself of eating good food. I'm going it to eat widely. Yeah. But I'm not going to. Like, I had to go back to the literature to learn about what Islam says about looking after your body. Yeah. You know, these, my body parts are going to speak one day and how I look after them today is going to serve purpose. They all That's have, deep. do you get what I mean? So I'm like, no, I'm doing this health. I'm going to the gym. I'm enjoying it. I want my body to be healthy and fit 
to be running around after Hamid, but to be healthy. Just I resonate I with that That's so it. much because before I remember when we'd be younger, like we'd be gymming uni days and you'd just be like, let me go on this diet. Let me go on that diet. And it's got to a point where it's like, I'm not after a quick fix. I want to be a healthy mom. A healthy mom doesn't starve herself because like you said, we need to run after our kid. Yes. Literally. Where will I have the strength if I'm on like 900 calories? It just won't yeah. add up. And no, my waist is not going to change overnight. And no, my thighs are supposed to be big. They're not. Girl, the if same that ain't a quote, that is a. T- that should be on a t-shirt. Literally, I'm <laughs> like, this is who I am. I, I, I'm telling you, Ange. I'm like, I love my body because, and you look at it. You know, like I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, my grandma probably had this. Yeah, I'm glad I go through. You know, like. What's the point and, of hating something that it's, it's part of your literature, it's your fabric, it's your ancestors, like you got you. past those hips. Yep. The booty that was given to us. I feel like you've definitely like cracked the code because loving your body is the ultimate goal and so much more of us need to love our bodies. And like you said, your advice or your tip or what you did was affirmations because you're saying, I didn't love it when I saw it. I hid away from it. I literally wouldn't look in the mirror. And then when I finally did see it, you're like, I'm going to do the work to love what I'm seeing. And that is dope. For me, one tip though, and I, I am learning about it and it has worked for me. And I find that it's really good for my mental health is fasting. Yeah. I've heard about this as well. Is it intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting. I do yes. eight out eight twelve. It's called so eight eight p.m. till twelve p.m. But it depends on how you want to do it. So it's there's from eight 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 p.m. till eight a.m. and so on. But people have to read about what they want. Yeah. So I've heard these different ones, different numbers. So what does yours yeah. mean? It's eight p.m. to twelve p.m. You eat or you don't eat. So eight p.m. till twelve p.m. I don't eat. I drink yes. my coffee. I have my water. And yeah, tea. Just tea, anything you can drink. Um, just yeah, teas. For me personally, I wake up, I have my cup of tea or a cup of coffee, black coffee. Mm-hmm. I have lots of water. By 12 o'clock, I've already had my 1.5 liters of water. Nice. Um, I've had either a walk or I read or do my work. And it's just, I am productive. Yeah. I don't know, you know, like I'm just, I'm sharp. Yeah, I've done intermittent fasting once and I found two things. One, that I had more energy. Yes. And two, that I was way less hungry. Like my body was just on this like do what needs to be done versus when you're dieting, you're just like, oh, I didn't eat enough just then. How much, when's the next um, time that I can eat? Oh, that wasn't enough. But when you're, yeah, there's certain things that you do and I'm glad you found what works for you and you're doing it that you're actually like my body is in sync and it's aligned with this. Yes, it really is. And I... You know, weekends, Zach is home. We have our breakfast together and it's beautiful. So I don't do it. Nice. Um, but during Which the weekend, is another um, key. Look at you dropping all these gems. Because, <laughs> yeah. again, flexibility. Like, if you, yes. if, you don't, if you can't do it seven days a week, that's okay. We're human. That's right. And that's exactly it. Like, we do not. I We're not robots. We, we box ourselves. And yes. I think that's just a disservice. Yes. And we are not supposed to be dictated by a regime. Yeah, it's not natural. No. 
and most not for most all. people it's not sustainable like some people mm. thrive off it being like i don't eat it i only clean eat i only eat this i only that and that's them for me i'd lose my mind so i need that flexibility to be like okay i'm trying to do this healthy and one of the main things i'm trying to do is actually also understand like how you kind of said going back to the literature for me i'm yeah. actually just trying to go to the basics about what is food? What fuels me? Why, what does fiber do? What does carbs yeah. do? What are good carbs? I'm actually relearning yeah. that every week yeah. trying to understand yeah. because before all I wanted to do was quick fix. I'm like, I'll cut out this. I'll do that. I'll drink lemon tea for seven days. I wasn't learning what these things are. Yes. Yes. So yeah, much yeah. healthier way of doing it. And it is. And I think you have to just, by learning, you grow and knowledge mm-hmm. is power. So when you have to go through it again, you know, like yes. another pregnancy, you won't be the same. Yeah. The weight won't be the same. It might yeah. be harder to come off because it's your second pregnancy, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, you've got grace for yourself now. Girl. Literally. I'll add in like some clapping right there. I'll find a way <laughs> to add clapping audio right there. <laughs> Like, we need to have grace on ourselves as women. Yo, I've been dieting and on this journey for a minute since I was literally a kid. And it's like, have grace for yourself. Like, we've been through a lot. You go through puberty, you go through that time of the month, you go through pregnancy, you go through life and bloating. And we're just so harsh on ourselves. We really are. We need that grace. We really, really, really are. And I think we are emotional beings. Mm hmm. And when you start to understand, you can be rational, you can regulate your emotions. Whereas when you yeah. don't understand it, you're all over the place. You're a mess. Definitely. And then you're a mess and then you start to doubt yourself. You start to have negative self-talk. And yeah. that's all lack of clarity and self-awareness. Definitely. No, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Okay, girl. You know we could talk forever. The lights, the lights are officially coming off, and the 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 storm yes. man is starting to sweep around us. Same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so so much for um joining me. And I think this might be our first chat, but it definitely won't be our last. I think that we've got other things that we should talk about, and I think you have some really valuable and honest um things to share. So thank you for opening up. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. And I yes, we do. And yeah. I think you've got. This is a great idea, Ange, and yep, you're going to go places with it. Bless you. Um, And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed the conversation, uh, which means hopefully you'll join us again in the next episode. So until next time, be safe and God bless. Bye.